my my monitor app is it making a difference uh no or is it sound, just in my end you sound fine all right you sound a-okay all right so you got a toaster oven yeah that's your big exciting christmas present right a toaster oven and uh, uh a keyboard for char yeah and uh, like a small ipad do you want to do you, do you want to spend 45 minutes on the keyboard for char <laughs> We can, uh, we no, can do that. no, no, we can do, we can do more. <laughs> we can totally do more. We could do more. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I, now that I think about it, I, I do have things to say, but that's, that, that can wait maybe. Oh, there's got all, a, a blue, always things yeah, to say about yeah, keyboards. Always, always. She, uh, just the choices, you know, and the implications. I, I chose a, a blue switch full size keyboard for the Keychron C2. Okay. And, uh, and she loves it, but. Uh, we are talking about she this. loves okay cool yeah so she loves the, the the clickiness but it's not clacky so that's a whole thing so that's that's it, a, that's a thing it's clicky but it's not clacky that's right okay that's so right. I got that clear so that's what we, so if if we were gonna talk about it right which, which you know that's what we would talk about well Merry Christmas happy almost New year happy almost New year Sawyer um this is exciting. Yeah. We did we did a whole season yeah. of podcasts this year. This is our this is our season finale. Is it? Is it? That's, that's I don't think we're going to do another doing. episode in the next 2 days, so. Well, that's true. I did not realize that the year counted as a season, but if it does, congrats man, we made it. I think this we did is the a second We did like a we did like a Peacock TV series season of 8 episodes. Yeah. This is the second season we've done. Yes. And then uh, I think it, it, I think we might do more. Yeah. We could. I mean, uh, unlike last time, like we're we're just in touch now. <laughs> right. You're not. Uh, like we're 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 around. You're you're not thinking of having another kid this year. No. No. no that's no. forever, ever. I think so. I think I think that's it. And uh, and you know, you're not gonna disappear from like Discord. You're not gonna delete your Discord. I deactivated right? my Facebook account today. Oh, congratulations. Mm-hmm. It always that's feels great. good deactivating Facebook. I recommend it. That's to great. That, good for you. Good for you. You know, well, I'll, I'm sure I'll have signed back in and deactivated it two more times by the next time we talk. Well, it's a good thing that that's not that that's not where we talk. You know, still. So, it's true. So it's true. That's fine. It's true. Um, I did learn yeah. though that like Facebook Messenger still works if you deactivate your Facebook. And to be honest, Facebook oh. Messenger was kind of the only thing I was still using. So. I mm. like that they decoupled it. Uh, would Would you like our us to transfer our correspondence to to Facebook Messenger? Or, no, or, or we no, could... I like it here. Yeah, that's good here. I like yeah, it here. It's good. It's a nice environment, right? You know, if if this is our our finale, uh, for the season, yeah, if 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 we want to act as if there could be some closure, uh, can I just have some follow up then, or can I just give some follow up? I think follow up um, is required. Okay, thank you. Uh, so I I got an iPad Mini. And I'm I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, are you, you sorry and because Char. that was the one I was thinking of getting earlier this year? Well, a little bit, mm-hmm. but also like we talked about it before I I bought it. Like we, mm-hmm. you 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 had thoughts. We didn't have a show on it, but we had a, a short chat. I I called how... you by your full government name. <laughs> <laughs> I may have added some syllables. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know what? Let's let's since this is follow up, since we're actually doing follow up. Let's let me let me go back to the transcript. Mm, okay. 
Now, where was this? January. Uh, okay. Psychological baggage. Ah, there, there, there. So December 15th, we were talking about it. And then I said, um, what was this? Oh, you're not talking about the keyboard. Anyway, you did uh, use a, a version of my name. Ah, uh, there. You're right. I'm getting an iPad. Uh, oh, no. There. I decided. Early up, early up. Uh, you, might, you might have to delete this. So, anyway. Uh, I've been wanting to talk to you, I say, because I want an iPad. <laughs> Name one thing the new one can do that yours can't. So what my what I have is the the iPad we talked about five years ago in season you one. Still didn't which is the answer iPad. that question. <laughs> you know, mom voice on me telling me that I have an iPad mm -hmm. and uh, and that you were trying to convince me or you were convinced that I do not want it uh, and that I should buy a Kindle instead. So and this is why I'm apologizing. Because you were I, like, I, I just anyway. kind of want to read stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so this is not, uh, this is not, this goes back to, like, uh, the, the old thing I wrote, like, a decade ago on Hurry Up the Cakes about, about me wanting a Kindle. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this, this goes back to that. This is, so I'm going to own this. I'm going to own, I'm owning up to this decision. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this is not a you chose poorly, like, what's the best iPad? What's the right iPad thing, which I also did write about. And we also did talk about multiple times. This mm -hmm. is not, uh, I, I bought the, I'm not telling you that I bought the iPad mini because I'm convinced it's the right iPad. Uh, although I am, but that's not why I bought it. Mm -hmm. I bought it because I wanted an iPad mini and it's Christmas and I'm tired and it's been a rough year. <laughs> Well, I think that's like a perfectly that. good reason to buy. Some. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. See, this is, so so this is so it goes back. To, it didn't need a show. So just follow up wise. This is follow. This is a fo the follow up for like year, years worth of follow up now. So this is now my new iPad. Mm -hmm. This is my iPad. So I'm keeping the other one. I'm not. I'm not giving it to to Max. I don't think he should have an iPad yet. You're living a um, multi-pad lifestyle. Not quite. Not quite. I change. You know. So it's. Uh, like my in in my heart, my 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 official iPad is the Mini now. But the iPad here is not owned by anybody. Char doesn't want it, uh, and I'm not giving it to Max. So there is just an extra iPad lying around. Now the truth is, this is really just for Max to watch Netflix on, mm -hmm. you know, and occasionally play a, an educational game or something. But it's not owned by anyone. So it's still my account. It's still my. I'm still taking. I'm still in charge of it. Sure. But you know, like my personal iPad is the mini now, and I just gotta say I love it. I love it. I love it, especially because I did not have to convince myself that it was the right iPad, because then I'd be worried about whether or not it's the right iPad every day. Now it's just a thing I wanted and a thing I have, and I'm I'm really happy with it. Like it's great. It, like, does, it turns it does out look like the perfect little thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. It's great, and, and I, I've <laughs> I've had the the first one and iPad one and iPad two and Air and then and then the Pro and then this one. I've never had a Mini, and and I I feel like I missed out. Like this, the Mini is great. It's great. It's just <laughs> it's so great. It just it's great. Like it's uh uh like every iPad makes me happy in theory. Like I I just have such fondness for the iPad. Mm -hmm. But like in practice, the mini is just just does it the best, <laughs> just because it doesn't hurt to hold. You can take it with you in a tiny sling bag. It's just the best. It's the best. Now it's only been three days. I might hate it in season three of our show, but it probably you know, fits inside that, one of your pockets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. It's just so great. It makes me so happy. It yeah. makes me happy. 
And you know, so that's that's it. So maybe you know, moving away from tech brain, tech nerdery brain, just makes me happier. I think you know. So like I know, like my brain kept telling me that what I want is something with OLED and ProMotion and 120 hertz. And, you know, and something that, that something that uh, won't be technologically redundant. Because the Mini is, you know, aside from the chip, it's old tech. You know, it's an old screen. It's an old uh, whatever. It's a today computer, not a tomorrow computer. That's right. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah, I, I'm just, it's small and it's cute and it looks nice and it makes me feel nice. So, you know, that's that's really all it is now. It's not a, it's not my work computer. It's not a... A phone that I need. It's it's the iPad. So I think I'm, after ten years, I'm trying, I now have a good grasp on what makes an iPad. It's just something you you just just don't think about it. If you want it, get it. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's my new iPad thesis. Yeah. If anyone asks me for advice, just get which the, one just get does your one heart that, tell you you should get? That's that's really good advice. And I think I think you saying like I this might not be you know future proof tech, but it makes me feel a certain way. I actually think that's really good as a introduction to our main topic. Um, oh, that's perfect. Which is Nintendo stuff because they are they are often right. behind technologically, but but the way that the devices make a person feel um, completely outweighs you know processors and things like that. Right. Oh, that's perfect. You know, I didn't even think of that. Uh, yeah. No, I think you, yeah, no, you, you, you nailed it. And I think the iPad mini is like, it does, it does garner like an expression out of a person in a way that like a full computer might not. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, no, I'm, I'm good. And, and you know what? I'm looking forward to like a two or three month review of that thing. Yeah, no, let's do it. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it because I, there's no pressure, you know, so <laughs> like it doesn't stress me out to think about it you so, know so maybe that's maybe well, that's our next episode maybe that's the season premiere of next year is your like long-term review of the mini oh that makes sense yeah makes sense yeah it's penciled in because that thing's that thing's gonna stick around for two or three years they don't they don't like they don't update the mini as often like it's on the same schedule as like the yeah. mac mini right well i hope so i mean that's what that's what history tells us but you never know anymore with these guys <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I'm thinking. So, but I'm thinking yes. that's the iPad yeah. Mini until late 2023, probably. Right. Yeah, at least at the earliest is yeah, what we're thinking. Yeah, at the thinking. earliest. Yeah, they won't. Yeah. There won't be a 2022 iPad Mini, and there might not be a yeah. 2023 iPad Mini. If there is, it'll be late in the year. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's I. You know, a review of that with still with still two years left in the bank is yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think, and I, I want to know. Uh, you know, we'll see. There's three months left that you might end up getting one. This is the one you wanted. Like when this was launched, I was not interested, and you were. Yeah. So now I have it. it yeah, it, <laughs> it. I think it speaks to my like Star Trek: The Next Generation upbringing. Um, you know how like in the in the '90s and the early 2000s, flip phones spoke to people's like original Star Trek upbringing with like the tricorder. Like, these things look like tricorders, and so you kind of want one. Um, whereas the iPad Mini is the first tablet, to me, that looks and kind of works in the same way that, like, the tablets on Star Trek The Next Generation, were, like, the way people used them on the show is the way people seem to use the iPad Mini. Right, right, right. So I think it's... <laughs> and and something, something, um, we're now farther away from the next generation of Star Trek than... 
uh, Star Trek Next Generation fans were away from the original series at this point because we're ancient. <laughs> yeah. You know, time sucks. Time sucks, but, man. You know. <laughs> I'm sucks, dude. I mean, I'm happy we're friends. Like that's what that's what makes time okay. Like the people <laughs> that you're that you're living time with. Yeah. But yes, I get it. It's we are farther away. I don't even want to think about that. No, yeah. I don't. No, I think I just opened up a sad point, <laughs> and it might not even be true. I might have to do the math on that, but it it's probably true. Uh... It would not be surprising. It would not be surprising. <laughs> so. Was it 1987, I think? Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> that, those numbers do not work in my favor. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's. I think that was my emotional reaction to it. I was like, oh, that's actually the perfect size. And I'm like, yeah. sell me one of those with a phone number, and that's the only device I'll want. Put yep. You put the good camera in it, so kind of the only thing you need now is a phone number. Right. And like, I know you can get like an LTE iPad, but I feel like that doesn't actually come with a phone number. Like, it doesn't come with like a SIM card. No. no. You know. Well, it does, but it doesn't. Like, all it gives you is data. You know, it doesn't. You can't call it. Yeah, you can't. And you can't. I can't be like, I, I here's a phone SMS. number, and the only device for this phone number is this iPad Mini. Right. Yeah. We still don't live in that well, reality. Yeah, we're, we're much closer to that than before. Like, I can't remember. Like, I only ever get real phone calls now from. Like delivery people, yeah. you know, like like everybody else calls calls me in quotes on on Messenger and Viber right. and FaceTime. Right. So yeah, I guess you can get by with an iPad Mini, like you know, but but no, it's not quite, not a hundred percent. So you I uh, you yeah. can't yet sync an Apple Watch to an iPad. That's right. right. That's that's important. It, yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> you still need an iPhone. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, that's it, really. So I, I yeah. still, I live yeah. in this space where I'm like, I could just get a big iPhone, and that would kind of get me most of the way to an iPad mini, you know? And I need right. an iPhone. Like, that is a requirement. But I don't need an iPad. Right. So that's that's the space I live in. But, you know, one day, well, who knows? Maybe I'll get to the space where I'm like, yeah, but I want an iPad, and that'll be that. Right. And, and you know, in three months, we'll, we'll talk about it again. Yeah. But, you know, here we are talking. Like, we always do. We always yeah. say we'll talk about it later, but we're talking about it now. But, um... <laughs> It you know we're our iPhones are pretty great. I think that was the thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like we you know we, are, we I have the 10s Max. You have the same generation as as, as mine, right? The 10R 10, or do you have the 11? Is that right? No, I got the 10R. The, the right. 20. Is, is that I the mean, 2017 or 2018 vintage? Something, yeah, something yeah. like that. 2018, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So because it's 11 and then 12 and the 13. So yeah. And it's uh, it's great. Like you know, I would only ever want a new iPhone, and I I would like one. Like if someone gave it to me for free, I'd be very happy. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know what what I'm getting for the price is the same phone with a better camera. So it's the camera that I'm paying for. Yeah. And you know, you know, so that's that is not worth that for me right now. Like you know, like so, like it's not gonna get me anything else but the new camera mm-hmm. and faster everything else. But yeah. you know, in practice, I don't ever really use the phone for anything else but phone stuff. Yeah. And this generation of phone from 2018 is so great at phone stuff. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to be better for me. So the iPad Mini. 
I felt less guilty about the iPad Mini is what I'm thinking. Now, I remember, you know, I, 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 I think we'll talk about this again in three months, but you do have some camera needs that you would like to address. And I think that's partly what complicates it for you. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So that's, right. I let me just put a pin in this right now where yeah, yeah. I, I want to have a long camera conversation about iPhones and about right, other right. cameras. <laughs> right. And I need yeah. to I need to make a decision sometime in us in in the spring of 2022 about that. So right. I'm I'm sort of I've sort of bookmarked that in my brain too to being like you're not yep. allowed to make a decision about this until like March, <laughs> but you need to make a decision around March about that. Well, that's going to be a fun show. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Hello preview. I think that's some that's some pretty good follow up. Is there any other follow up you wanna you wanna talk about? Uh, no, that's it. Yeah, that's the only big thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I think we should. Uh, do you want to take a, a quick break for a, a sponsor, and then we get to our main topic? Let's do it. Yeah. So we have sponsors. No. We have a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you it's, we haven't talked in a month. You could very well have gotten a sponsor i think i would have told you i think i think i might have sent you a message being like hey is it okay if you know the republican party of america sponsors our podcast and you would be like i don't know about that and then i'd be like i also don't know about that we should have you know what you know who's sponsoring our show is the international object discord oh yeah that's true that is an evergreen sponsor which, which has a pod very true the, this episode of You Chose Poorly is brought to you by the uh, with with uh, Case Sawyer Paul and Rich Thomas. Download on any podcast player except Spotify. We're on Spotify. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, don't use it. Yeah, like, no, that's, <laughs> don't do that. We're not, we're not going to recommend that yeah. you use it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, with that, I think I'm just going to do a quick. Hopefully, the microphone picked that up, and that was me snapping some Joy-Con Nintendo Switch console. You know, before I we, heard it, there it is. Before we talk about Nintendo, uh, I just want to say my my I'm so impressed that almost five years later, the snap that um, the Nintendo Switch is introduced with is still synonymous with the product and is still a positive thing, and it's it just like what a tremendous sorry, I lost you for a bit. what a tremendous marketing move that Nintendo Snap was. Sorry, so Nintendo Snap. Yeah, so that. That, that little, like, snap that they use as the marketing for the Nintendo Switch. It's so simple. It's so clean as a marketing thing. And it it, it works so effectively. That that exact sound, and maybe I'll, I'll put it into the podcast, that exact sound means Nintendo to me now. You right. know? And that did not exist before, like, the fall of 2016. But it to me, it, it means Nintendo now. It's amazing. Right, and it's both the actual physical hardware sound mm-hmm. and like the the device software click yeah. that plays as you do it. Yeah, yeah, it's terrific. Yeah, it's everything that's right with the Nintendo Switch, and it's everything that was wrong with the Nintendo Wii U. <laughs> so I think that's that's our main topic today mm. is is the Wii U. But you really can't talk about the Wii U without talking about its predecessor, the Wii and its current form, the Nintendo Switch. So we'll sort of go through all of that, and that'll be the show today. Um, yeah, let's do it. I'm excited to learn, because I'm, I'm the... Uh, you're the expert here. Uh, because I did not... As I mentioned, I did not even know the Wii U. Like, like I, I think my brain just skipped over it. Like, uh-huh. I did not... I thought it was from the Wii, 
to the Switch. Yeah. I, I did not know about the Wii U or like I, I I think I knew about the Wii U, but I did not because it's a Wii U. I did not think it was a separate console. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was like uh, it was a different console. The way P- the PS4 Pro is a different console from the PS4. You know, which yep. <laughs> which is say it's not really that different. You yeah. know, it's like a an expansion pack on the N64 kind of thing. Yeah, that's. I think that's what most people kind of thought it was, and um, that the the snap for the Nintendo Switch to me says everything. That's great marketing. And the Wii U had terrible mm. marketing. More or mm. less that's the story. The story is that this was a product Nintendo made and they marketed it so horribly. It they it just failed immediately and it never got off the ground. Um like it it was their it's, home yeah. console from 2012 to 2017, so 5 years and it just never got off the ground. It sold pretty bad uh and and to this day people are still like there was a nintendo console in between the wii and the switch like it was just that it was that tremendous a failure in marketing and what i mean marketing i mean like the name of the product the look of the product and what the public perceives the product is you know just total failures across the board so uh this is the first time i'm i'm actually looking it up uh, which I, it should be okay, I think. <laughs> like I didn't have to do homework today, okay. but I'm looking at it. It looks kind of like it looks like a handheld. So can you? Uh, so I, I have a few questions about this. So yeah, it sure. looks like a handheld, right? Yeah. Without me having to look through the Wikipedia or something. Yeah. It's a handheld, but throughout this whole thing, Nintendo had the DS and the 2DS and the 3DS, which were which were huge, if I'm not mistaken. Massive. Like everybody had them, right? And this was happening throughout like th- over the past like throughout this whole time with the Wii U failure and the Wii and the success of the Wii and the failure of the Wii U and then into the Switch mm-hmm. the the DS was happening right yeah absolutely so the 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 DS came out in 2005 and then was kind of replaced by the 3DS in 2011 now the 3DS kind of had the same problem where they were like is this a new thing or is this like an attachment onto the DS? And the answer was, it's a new thing. Um, but, uh, and they had a really terrible first year. They had a, like the 3DS had a famously awful first 12 months or so of its life. And then, and then it started to pick up steam. So it came out in 2011 for like 250 bucks. Nobody bought it because that was like 150 bucks more than what a DS costs. Um, it was a huge price price increase so in the fall of 2011 they like slashed the price of the 3ds to like 150 bucks threw in a bunch of free games and stuff and then and then just pumped the system full of awesome games throughout 2011 2012 2013 and eventually it picked up steam and it became a huge success it wasn't quite as big as the ds but it was really big in its own right and a totally successful thing for Nintendo and the, the gaming world. The 3DS is really beloved as a, as a console. And that really kept Nintendo going during the Wii U point. This happened before with Nintendo, with the GameCube, because the GameCube kind of didn't do that great. Uh, but they had remember, yeah. they had the Game Boy Advance at that time, and the Game Boy Advance really was awesome and beloved, and they pumped that full of great games, and they sold tremendous numbers of Game Boy Advances, and it kept kept nintendo going um so yeah no you're right like there was this whole like nintendo for up until the nintendo switch in 2017 nintendo was like 
two game companies, like the home console and the portable console. So I'm looking at the Wii U, and it looks like it's both. Yeah. Uh, so how did that work? So, like, so what's, what's the story of the Wii U? It makes a lot more sense now that you see the Switch, and you're like, the console is this little tablet, and you put controllers on either side of it, and you can plug it into your TV, and it can be your home console, but you can also take it wherever you want. The Wii U was this little, it looks like a prototype of the Switch. Like the controller is a screen in the middle, like a six inch screen in the middle with controllers on either end, except it's all one piece Um, and you play games on it, but you can only play games on it within like 10 feet of the actual console, which is this little black or white rectangle that sits connected to your tv where the actual the actual like console is like the like the computer part of the video game is in there along with the disc or whatever hardware or software you had that's in the little box that's connected to your tv but you can play all those games on the screen on the controller so it's like it's like half a switch it's it like it does everything a switch does but only within 10 feet or so of this console you know so this was what so uh, you, the display worked wirelessly yep that's pretty impressive it's it was totally a neat tech demo and it did mm. so you could play games just on the screen but you could also play games on the tv and interact with the screen almost like a second screen so that makes sense when you've played a Nintendo DS where there's two right, there's a right. top screen and a bottom screen and the bottom screen is interactable you know you have a little stylus or your finger and and you can interact with mm-hmm. that touch screen and so the Wii U was kind of doing that for the home console um and it was a resistive touch screen like the DS like it used a stylus not your finger or i mean it used your finger but like it wasn't as good as the stylus resistive is as opposed to capacitive like multi-touch it was just a stylus it had advantages because they were able to move some games from the ds to the home console and they were able to move some wii u games to the 3ds which they did a few times so does that mean like even before the switch the wii u died oh (laughs) yeah i wonder like i wonder how this so I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to fill in the, the gaps in my knowledge here. Yeah. So I know that it died, and yeah. I know that the tech is weird. Yeah. Uh, but did it like Nintendo always had weird tech? Is is the what what was the was the problem that it was just too weird, or were the games not good enough, or or did the... no? All that was fine. And you're right. Nintendo's always been weird. Like the Wii came before this thing and it was weird. Right. Right. It was weird. Yeah. But the Wii was a massive hit. Yeah. Cause they, I remember the Wii. So the Wii, I had, we owned a Wii. Sure. And the Wii, did. that's right. But it only ever really worked, I think, cause of Wii Sports, you know? Yeah. Like if Wii Sports wasn't, you know, bundled with a game, with a console, it just, it would, it would be so weird because I remember, um, what was my? We had Wii Sports. We had, but this was before Wario, uh, the Wario game that we loved. Uh, so it was Wii Sports, and we had. I I got the Spider Man Three game, mm-hmm. which was the sequel of the Spider Man Two game, which was fantastic. Like I loved Spider Man Two on the PS Two. Okay. So I thought 
this would be the sequel. It should be the same. And instead, you had to, like, uh, you were holding the, the Wiimote on the right hand and the extension on the left hand. Mm -hmm. And for you to swing across the city, you had to, to swing with, like, your hands. Like, you had to physically swing to shoot a web. God, I love that. And, and <laughs> it's like, like, oh, this is... This is cool, and then after like five minutes, like this is this is really dumb. Like this is not, <laughs> this is not better in any way yeah. than a regular controller. Like you know, but for something like Wii Sports, clearly you can't do anything with a regular controller with that. It had to be the Wii Mote with the extension, right? Yeah. So we and and the Wii Sports was fun enough to you know to let it get by, and plus the plus the me plus the you know all the the avatars you'd create, all that stuff was was something that Nintendo was just better at than everybody else. Great and, marketing for the Wii, tremendous marketing. But did the Wii U not have that? Like, what what was lacking it in had the all Wii U? Of it. If 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 you want to talk about like the actual games that came out for it, um. In terms of Nintendo's own effort, the Wii U library is tremendous. You know, if talking about Wii Sports, the, the Wii Sports game that came out for the Wii U is awesome. It's so good. Like, it's a legitimately great game. Whereas the original Wii Sports on the Wii still is kind of like kind of a tech demo that's neat. But it's not like a full, right. full game, you know. Right. But, like, they fleshed that out and they right, made a right, great right. game out of it on the Wii U. Um, Wii Fit on the Wii is 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 neat, but it's hardly robust. But on the Wii U, there's like a full Wii Fit game that's a lot a lot more um just a lot deeper and a lot more rewarding to play. Uh mm. you know? Um so like Nintendo's own efforts is tremendous. They had great Mario games for the Wii. They had great Zelda games for the Wii U. Sorry, but like for both both of those for the Wii U. Um they had they had the best Donkey Kong game ever made for the Wii U. Um, you know, like like games were there. Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U and Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U are are two of the best-selling games to this day, just not on the Wii U. <laughs> right? Um, so right. Nintendo's effort is great. Third-party effort was not there. Um, basically, it became very clear very soon that the Wii U was not selling. And so if your console isn't selling, people won't make games for your console. And so no one made games right. for it. And so you'd go six months without a game on the Wii U. Because really the the only publisher was Nintendo. And Nintendo's not a fast right. game maker. <laughs> That's true, they're not. So they would they would come out with two or three games a year. And you'd sort of wait in between those. And there would be some indie games. Like, there was a there was an indie game contingent on the Wii U. But it was pretty small. Like, it would it would be, you know, there'd be, maybe be a game every two months that would be interesting. Um, but no, the, the games are great. And the games are so good, it made the Switch's library good really fast. Because they would... They just ported all these games to the Switch. Right. And people go, oh my god, there's so many good games on the Switch. And like, well, yeah, but it's just it's just what Nintendo was making for the five years before the Switch. So yeah, yeah is, I did not know this until you told me. Yeah, like, like this is know. why I don't own Mario Kart 8 for the Switch, and everyone else does. Like, like mm. there's like a crazy huge attachment rate for Mario Kart and Nintendo Switches. But I'm like, I don't know, I played it in 2014 and 2015. I'm, I, I put... 80 hours into the game back then. I'm good. I don't need it now. You know? So, uh, 
tell me about the 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 device itself though like so is was there what were what was the experience like of having those two screens or did you play primarily on the the screen on the handheld or or was there were there motion controls it's a wii it's yeah. a wii u so there should have been some sort of motion control right not only were there motion controls there were wii motes for the wii u because the, this is so separate the, from the touchscreen controller thing yeah so they they sold okay. they were called wii motion plus controllers because they were better versions of the wii mote than were on the wii like do you, do you remember mm. there was like this attachment that you could get for the wii that like it was just this little it looked like a little expansion pack that you put on the bottom of a wii controller uh-huh and it like, like uh, it, it made a... the motion more accurate no Oh, I don't I don't remember this. I don't recall this. They made this specifically for um sort of the last set of games for the Wii. So there was another version of Wii Sports that used this. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword ah. used this. Um, yes. I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was a it there was also a case that made it rounder. Yeah. Like it wasn't just the Right? Is this the one? Yeah, this, there was this came huge, at the same time as that, huge right? Huge condom you could put on the controller that covered this whole thing, and it was it was ghastly. It was enormous, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but for the Wii U, right, they right. just built that into the Wii controller, so they were able to sort of combine right. it. Um, I see. Okay. But so here's the thing: the Wii U was completely backwards compatible with the Wii, so you could you could put in a Wii game disc into the Wii U, and it would just play and it would be fine um and any of the games that you had downloaded for your wii like say you downloaded an old super nintendo game from their shop um all of that got moved over to the wii u so you so everything you owned for the wii worked on the wii u and that's why i bought one that's that was the main reason i bought one was that i had a bunch of games for the wii i had a nice library there was a new nintendo console and they were like, don't worry about it. Everything, you don't have to like start your library over. <laughs> Just buy the new console, move your stuff over. You don't need the Wii anymore. It's fine. And it all worked. And it did. It was great. You Were you fine with, I mean, aside from it failing in the market, it doesn't sound like you feel like you chose poorly. Like, do you regret having owned a Wii U? Yes, I do. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Every single thing that was great about the Wii U is better on the Switch. There isn't one experience on the Wii U that they didn't improve for the Switch, you know? Like, it's just, it's so completely clear to me that I was a beta tester for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> right, I see that, I see that. Yeah, so that's that's the regret. Like, I could have just kept the Wii and had everything that I'd purchased on the Wii, and that experience could have remained there. I didn't really have to go to the Wii U to do that, right? I could have just kept my Wii and and that experience could still be what it is right and i could have skipped a generation like everybody did <laughs> right you know um because i you know there's fun in being a beta tester but i was a beta tester at full price and that's less fun <laughs> i get it you yeah, know it like i bought a four yeah. i bought a four hundred dollar console and I paid sixty to eighty dollars per game to play a beta version of what would be better on the Switch. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 I think it's uh, particularly like it stings more given that 
Because the Switch has so many games, I'm betting, that, that weren't on the Wii U, right? Tons. But just like, but the best of the best games that the Switch had early on are Wii U games. Yeah. So that's why it stings. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I understand. Given that th- these things were not cheap. Like, these are, this is like a, uh, uh, this is not a handheld console price console you know this is a this is a home console price console you're yeah. talking 400 500 yeah plus accessories did you have to buy any of the other like peripherals or did it come with the with the wii motion controller plus x max uh i so i remember nintendo like ran a sale on controllers and i picked up four wiimote controllers for like 50 bucks so like that one actually didn't sting that bad um yeah so like that one's that one's pretty good I had I had a good time with the Wii U. We had a couple of like video game parties and it was fun and people enjoyed it. Um I played the Wii U all the time. Like I I really used that thing. My personal experience isn't necessarily a bad one. The second I could get a Nintendo Switch, I <laughs> I upgraded and I didn't look back. But see that's that doesn't that that makes me feel good about your like I don't feel like you know, I don't I don't I guess I can't relate with what you regret so much. I mean, it's not like the Zune you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not like the Zune. This is like, oh, this is just, you were just early and you just, you were able to afford it. Uh, you're able to afford it and that's okay. And, but it costs a lot of money, but you, you, you got your money's worth. You know, that makes sense. Like you, because you did have a lot of fun with it. I did. Like it's, I did. It's, it's just not like future proofed yeah. fun, you know, like, cause I don't, right. I guess I could have kept it, but I didn't keep it. You know, I I I well, did, yeah, well, I did the, the thing. thing. I did the thing where I I sold it in order to buy a Switch. Like right, like, and this is something a lot of people do if they're not necessarily video game collectors, which I'm not. Uh, is when a new console comes out, you sell your old console to the people who sell you the new console, and you get it for a lot less money. It, it also says a lot that, like, I mean, I to this day, like, I like my familiarity with the Wii U is so low, mm-hmm. uh, and that has to do with Nintendo, like, trying to act as if it never existed. You know, kind of uh, do, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's also what's so you chose poorly about this. It's not so much that like it was a bad device or and that you chose poorly it's mm-hmm. that nintendo kind of shit the bed with it oh yeah <laughs> they really did they really did um yeah. i noticed the first time i booted up my nintendo switch and like the actual like onboarding of a new user of the switch takes like 15 minutes like like it takes almost no time and you're playing a game onboarding on the wii u took like three hours uh like it was just it was just insane the amount of time it took me to get to playing a game on the new console on the Wii U. Uh, whereas the Switch, it was like, hey, what's your username? What's your Wi-Fi? Boom, you're playing Zelda. Done. Uh, it was like they just yeah. fixed that, you know? Um, and even to this day, almost five years after owning a Switch, like I've turned this thing on and I'm playing a game in five seconds. Whereas the Wii U had right. to like boot up, man. It was like... <laughs> It was like running a compact Presario video game console. Like it, it take it took a minute to get to whatever you wanted to do. Well, you know, it's like every other. It's it seems very inel- very non Nintendo because that's what every other console is like. You know. Yeah. So, but not not a Nintendo. Console. I've heard this like about it's... like Playstations and stuff. Like they're actually like you want to play a game on a PlayStation, you're waiting a few minutes before you're getting there. Yeah. 
you know, and it's like yeah, like a three a three hour a three hour wait for the first time is oof. normal. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I I guess this is right. sort of my privilege of like I'm mostly a Nintendo customer, and Nintendo more or less cares about you getting into playing a game quickly. Right. Usually, anyway. So I felt I felt it was really strange that they didn't with that one. Yeah, it 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 was likely a. I mean, it's likely a limitation of the tech, and sure. I think it it would just not feel as bad if they if they didn't pretend that they never did it. <laughs> like, like I think because you know everybody, the history of Nintendo is so rich, and they honor it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, all of their like all of their games like like try to harken back to all the older games. You know, uh, and. And they would be the same with the consoles, but the Wii U is like I didn't even know, you know, I didn't even know it was an entire thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I guess being a Nintendo fan for you, like it's like a winking thing where you know that they know that you know that they they screwed up, and it's like a it's it's a little bit insulting in that sense because you loved it, you know. And I I don't think there's much to feel bad about the, the device itself because you loved it, except for the fact that Nintendo didn't yeah <laughs> or don't it, yeah that and sucks. I, I did not yeah. let me be clear i like i loved my zune i don't love the wii u and i never loved the wii u i never formed like an emotional attachment to the product i loved my 3ds like that's a that's a nintendo product from the period that i i adore as a as an object but the wii u no that was just a means to an end that was like i have to have a wii u if i want to play if I want to play these Zelda games and these Mario games, like it was like, I like I owned it in spite of itself because I was like, well, I'm on, I like Zelda games and I'm gonna play the Zelda games right. and this is where the Zelda games are, so I'm stuck, right? Little did I, if you had told me, <laughs> if you had told me in like 2013, mm. hey, no, 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 don't get this one. Every single Zelda game that you're gonna play on this one will be on the Switch in a few years and you'll like it more. I would have just been okay. Great, I'll wait. <laughs> What was the? It was like it's you know par for the course for tech. You know, Nintendo fan. That's what's so unusual about it. But what did you hate about it? Like it, aside, I mean, or was it just like a purely neutral, detached feeling? Or was there anything about it that you actively disliked? Yeah, the software was bad. Um, like the the actual like computer UI of it was not good. So I didn't like that. I I hated that it was slow. There's this there's this really good essay by Craig Maud about how like fast software is the best software. Like software that gets out of its way so that you can input stuff as fast as you can do it. That's the best stuff. And and yet the Wii U software was just super dog shit slow. And never got better. Never once got better. So No, that's so sad. That's so sad because the Wii was fun and delightful. You know, I enjoyed the the interface of the Wii and how it worked. I, mean, I, might, I might be misremembering. Was Did you like the Wii? I did Was like the Wii, the Wii okay? I did like the Wii. Okay. And here's the most, like, crappy part of it. Is, like, you boot the Wii U up. It takes, you know, 30 seconds to boot up. And then there's an app on the Wii U screen. And it's just called Wii. And you boot that up. And you're into the original Wii interface. Because it's just emulating the Wii on the Wii U. And it's got all of the games that you purchased on the Wii there. And that screen was lovely and fast on the Wii U, but the actual Wii, so- Wii U software was shit. So yeah, it was never fun to use. They had they had apps on the Wii U, so they had like Netflix and they had like a TV schedule app on the Wii U, and they had this thing called Miiverse, which was like Nintendo's attempt at a social network 
on their console and so every single game had a room where you could post screenshots and make comments about the game um and it was it was fun in a nintendo sort of way it was creative and you can go on any social media platform right now and type in Meverse, and you'll get screenshots from that social media network and some people really liked it but it's to me it suffered from the same thing where it's like doing anything took forever so i never really got into it that's sad Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's sad like it's it's you know this is not as sad as the other tech failures we've discussed uh just because i know you got your money's worth from it uh and given that it's a game console that's really what it's for totally but uh like the expectation for i can't think of any other company besides apple really so i Apple and Nintendo mm-hmm. have this uh, have this expectation that they they cultivate uh, uh, that there are de- the devices that they make and that they sell you are things you will fall in love with. Yeah, you know, uh, and and that's the most heartbreaking thing about this Wii U because it's like it's their ugliest, most unlovable. Ch- you know, I, I mean, I, yeah, the GameCube like the the GameCube always struck me as weird, dude. Like it was a it was a weird. Like, I think that was the first one where the the tech difference in the generation was so stark. Mm. Like the 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 contrast was so stark with that and the PS2 or was it? Yeah, yeah, the PS2 and the Xbox. Yeah, right. Uh, where you know that's when like that's the first Nintendo console where like this is not newer tech, this is not better tech, but we are Nintendo, therefore the experience is superior. Mm-hmm. And I remember the GameCube being kind of like like I remember not owning one. Uh, for spe- exactly that reason, but there was such a fan base for the GameCube, mm-hmm. and then they did the Wii, and they just knocked everyone out. It yeah. was almost like uh, the Wii U was them like kind of coasting on that, you know? Like the the Wii U didn't really have uh, a clear. I guess they. I guess they had a vision. I was gonna say they didn't have a clear vision, but it looks like they had a vision. Like they looked like I. It, you could tell what they were going for, mm-hmm. but. You know, it's like no one said, <laughs> no one said early enough that look, guys, we can't do what we want now. Let's maybe wait, you know, another five, six years. Like it's just, it's just a, it looked like a failure in, in some boardroom somewhere where you know you have the engineer telling them this is not gonna work and everybody else kind of forcing the issue. Like the Steve Jobses of the room saying, no, we can do it. Yeah, I think that's definitely what happened. Where I'm, I'm guessing there were some people at Nintendo going. Look, we're on track to make the Nintendo Switch. I think we can ship it by 2016, 2017. And they were like, yeah, but it's 2011. We need something to sell them. What do you have for us? And they're like, we have this prototype that kind of works. <laughs> and they're like, great, ship it. You know. And, and them acting like it never happened kind of just, con- you know, it just confirms it some more. That's so sad. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. It's okay. There were, I will say, there even five years into the Nintendo Switch, there are still a couple of games uh, remain on the Wii U and have not been ported yet and were excellent. And I'm glad that I owned them and played them at the time because they're still not out. Uh, the I would say the main one being, um, or the main two, being the high-definition remakes of the two previous console games zelda games so and these are both sort of gamecube zelda games uh so wind waker and twilight princess um wind waker came out in 2003 twilight princess came out in 2006 um and they 
they came out in 2013 and 2016 on the Wii U. Or 2015? I don't know. Something like that. On the Wii U. And to me, those are the real versions of those games. They cleaned them up. They made them prettier. They fixed some quality of life things. You know, they really did the work of making those games better. Uh, And I'm really glad I played them in those states, you know. But those aren't even Wii U originals. (laughs) Those were basically remaster ports, you know. Uh, Right, right, right. You know, um... I do think that like Super Mario Bros. U is a great Super Mario Brothers game. Um, and I bought it and played it and I bought the expansion Super Luigi Bros. U on the uh, on the Wii U. And I uh, during the year of Luigi 2013, when Nintendo lost hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> um, and I bought those games and I really enjoyed them then. And you can buy them on the Switch and they're fantastic. Uh, I'm really glad that I played Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze when it came out on the wii u because it's one of the greatest games of all time in my opinion uh and i played through it on the wii u and it was great and you can get it on the switch and it's just as good there uh and then i guess lastly was breath of the wild i played breath of the wild on the wii u i bought it on march 3rd 2017 and i spent six months to a year playing it then i got a switch after that yeah you were saying this is your last wii u game right yeah yeah why? Did, but it was also out on the Switch. It was. Right? Yeah. So you just decided this was going to be your like your swan song for the Wii U. I guess to me it was a, it was a financial decision. I already have the mm. Wii U, uh, and getting a Switch in March 2017 is not as easy as you think. So <laughs> That's right. even if you have the I money, remember. you might not be able to get one. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm like, I want right, to play this right. game, and it's available yeah. now. So let me spend the eighty Canadian dollars on this game on the Wii U. And then later on in the summer, I I bought the expansion pack on the Wii U, and then I played through that, and then I sold it and got a Switch. Uh, I feel like the the difficulty with which one can can acquire a Switch continued for another three years over here. Continues to this day. Well, that's true. Yeah. You know, it, depending on the month, there might be no stock anywhere. You know, yeah. we're just we're we're living in this strange world now where these things are big hits. The, the Nintendo Switch is a huge hit, but you can't. You can't buy one unless you're really good at hunting for tech products, you know? Or, like, super rich. Or super <laughs> like, rich, okay, right? Just overspending, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, they'll sell you one for twice the price, sure. Right, right. Right? Uh, but if you want to, you know, pay retail or less, you're you're pretty much out of luck. Um, unless you get lucky. And uh, I guess that brings us to the next thing, that both you and I, uh, in, the, in the fall, winter of 2021, bought brand new nintendo switch consoles for our wives that's right that's right congratulations by the way like you told me this off the air after i revealed that i got it Mm -hmm. that uh because it was a surprise at the time that really just not not to not to go too deep into it but how did that go by the way so it was it it was a successful surprise right it was a very successful surprise I, uh, back in October, when the OLED Switch went on sale, I I waited in line. I didn't have a reservation for it. Um, I'm not good enough at the internet to (laughs) pre-order things, honestly. (laughs) But I waited in line, and I was lucky, and they had one, so... I'm curious, how did the, how did you work out, like, warranties and, and, like, replacements if anything went wrong while it was underwrapped? Like, what if it was a wonky machine and... You opened it on Christmas Day. How, how would you have dealt with that? I would have called Nintendo, and Nintendo would have fixed the problem. They would have? Like, oh, yeah. it's just, it's that easy over there? Oh, that's great. Well, it's not just... I, I think worldwide, Nintendo 
Nintendo has earned a reputation as being an excellent customer service company. Mm. So it, if you call Nintendo with a problem, they will do their best to help you with that problem. Um, like there was a story of just a few years ago, someone was having some circuit problems with their Super Nintendo from 1991. <laughs> And they called Nintendo, and Nintendo tried to help them with their problem. That's great. So That's so great. I don't really worry about things like warranties with Nintendo. Okay. <laughs> See, this is, like, I'm learning from this. Because yeah. I would have been worried for two months. Like, I guess because I'm so used to, like, stores trying to screw the consumer over here, you know? Oh, I mean, um, I suppose there was always the possibility that she might have opened it up and there was a brick in there. I suppose that's always possible, but I didn't didn't worry about that too much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. I'm glad. I'm glad that worked out. And yes, so you and I did buy uh, new Nintendo Switches for our, our spouses. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like we're very happy. Like, uh, in my case, this would also be my first experience with a Switch. Like, mm-hmm. I, just, I just didn't own one. I always wanted one. We never got around to buying one, and I figured this is when I'd pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy. We love it. We love it over here. But uh, I will admit that, like my my dreams of like being a Switch gamer are still kind of on hold because of Animal Crossing just taking over everything. <laughs> it just took over everything. Like we we got to finish uh, Super Mario Odyssey, and we recently finished uh, Super Mario. Uh, what is this? Bowser's Fury. Mm-hmm. Like half of the game. Uh, half of the like the two-pack game thing. Um, so you but... just played a Wii U game right there. <laughs> well, there you go. See. Uh, <laughs> and I did. And I loved it. We enjoyed it. This is me and Max. See, but, uh, me and my son. But those are like very fairly easy games. They, they're not like life-sucky games. You can just kind of play every, uh, every weekend or so for a couple hours. And you, you can finish it. But the the real like time sink for the family is Animal Crossing, sure. and I still have not gotten around to like everything else, like Breath <laughs> of the Wild and whatever. So I can't like I know I said when we planned this episode that I would have a, a better grasp of the Switch, and I feel like I really haven't. Like I I I mean it's it's great we have invested a lot of hours, but it is primarily into Animal Crossing, which I guess is the whole thing, you know? <laughs> like it doesn't seem like. I don't know. You tell me. You're the Ninten- you, you've owned a Switch for a while, but in my experience, the Nintendo Switch equals Animal Crossing. Yeah. You know, uh, so uh, we we love it, but really, besides, uh, that's a whole like that's a whole thing. You know, Animal Crossing New Horizons specifically. Like, I didn't even know about the old games until we started like watching YouTube videos about this game. You know, which is a thing now, you know, watching like there's content every week about Animal Crossing. Like, that's weird to me, too. Mm-hmm. Like, as a person who, you know, but every week there's just new content uh, about the game, a game that's been out for a year and a half, over a year and a half. Uh, but I will say that in I, I do love it, but I'm not sure I get it in a way that like I'm not sure I under like I, I love it. I have a fondness for it, but I don't. I don't think I'm fully there yet in terms of understanding what it means or what the Switch, like the, the, the greatness of the Switch aside from it's such a cool device. Like it's such a delightful little thing. The snap is the, as you're, you're talking about yeah. is great. Uh, I, I It's amazing to me. Like it, I am amazed every time I pop it into the, the dock, play and pick it up 
and play with no gaps in between, you know, with no breaks. Like that's that's amazing to me. So the tech is great. Um, but but yeah, like like we we you've discussed what the Wii U was and why. Like I, I I understand the story of the console and I understand the story of the Switch technologically, but mm-hmm. just in my experience, because of Animal Crossing, I don't think I fully get it yet. So I'm excited to find out that this this is not a negative thing. Like I just feel like I'm much earlier on in the journey than I thought I would be after a couple of months. Yeah. I okay. So you know, for it's funny that you're like this is an Animal Crossing console because for a, I I would say a lot of Nintendo people. It's like this is a Pokemon console, you know. Like I like this is a Pokemon delivery device for me, and I don't care about anything else. That's not me, but that's like a lot of a great number of people are like I buy Nintendo consoles because that's where the Pokemon are. Uh, but there's there's a lot of people now who are like I buy Nintendo consoles because that's where Animal Crossing is, um, or I buy Nintendo consoles because that's where Super Smash Brothers is, or that's where Mario Kart is, or you know, for me. I buy Nintendo consoles because that's where the Zelda games are. Uh, you know, so Nintendo has a pretty deep roster of <laughs> beloved mm. game franchises that people will just buy their stuff for every time. And depending on the generation, they really sink their teeth and time into a certain version of the game. Um, Animal Crossing is on a hell of a run. <laughs> like, like the new version of Animal Crossing especially with the update that just dropped and i think that you're swimming in animal crossing stuff partially because a big update to the game just dropped like a month ago so that's why you're there's so much content online about it because when when animal crossing stuff drops um like like youtube changes its algorithm uh you know right that's what happened yeah totally right um, right. but the same thing will happen when a new Pokemon drops. Like, we're in between Pokemon games, kinda, you know? Uh, we're in between cart games, so you're at a very, you, you're sort of seeing this as an Animal Crossing console because that's kind of the hot thing. And it's, it's kind of been the hot thing since it, March 2020. Uh, but there was a, I would say 2021 Animal Crossing dropped off up until this update, and then it's, it's back to the, back to the thing. Um... But I, I don't think you don't get it because you just said, like, I could play this thing here on the TV. I can pop it out and play it wherever. I can hand it to my kid. I can hand it to my wife. Uh, we all play it different ways. That's the magic of the console is that it it allows you use it in with no friction at all. You don't have to wait for anything, and it gives you the game you want, and it gives you the delight you want in the way you want it. And that is, four years in, I'm still blown away by how how good it is at doing that, you know? At bringing, right. at bringing delight to people. Right, right. Yeah, I guess that's it. Like, I, I, I guess I might be overthinking it. Because it is, it's utterly delightful, like, every time. Like, every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's almost like, like, we haven't locked in, I guess, what I thought I meant. Uh, was because I don't think we've locked in our preferences yet. Mm. Like, you know, we're still, like, I'm still, we're still, I'm still learning, for instance, that I can't do three or four hours handheld. Like, that's just too much for my hands. So then I'm looking for, like, uh, like grips and things like that. Sure. Uh, and then we pop it into the TV, and uh, and it's so much fun. And we forget that that's, that there's a fun to be had where we're all watching one person play Animal Crossing or mm-hmm. something that is more fun 
than in some ways than like sitting in a corner playing by yourself. Yeah. But also sitting in a corner playing by yourself is just so great. Yeah. You know, so and it's it, we're and we've entered this this universe of of I guess of people who know how they are as Switch players, and I feel like I, I haven't gotten there yet. And that's really just what I mean. But uh, aside, yeah. but the delight and the magic of the Switch is a thing that is 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 we're still so high on every time. Like right now, I bet right now as we're recording that I I thought I would record this late hour. It's very it's early. It's not early morning, but it's like lunchtime for you over there. But mm-hmm. over here, it's midnight. Yeah, it's late for you. Uh, cause yeah, but I'm willing to bet that they're the two of them are still playing <laughs> on the Switch right now. <laughs> like they're not asleep. Yeah. You know. So you know, it's so delightful. And and I, sorry, just to go back to the Wii U a little bit. That's what I think I'm I'm. Trying, I'm, I'm starting to understand now. Like the delight that I have with the Switch is, uh, while it is an Animal Crossing delivery device, mm-hmm. uh, the the delightfulness of the Switch itself is is what what gives me the jollies. You know, like that's that's what I'm happy about, and that's what forms the attachment. Mm-hmm. Was there really nothing about the Wii U? Well, so the Wii U is then the delivery device for the games you enjoyed. But the device itself was just something that was so unpleasant for you? Well, I mean, you've heard this in, like, the Odd Apple uh, keynote where they're like, the device gets out of your way and allows you to do what you really want, right? And that the Switch is pretty good at that. Uh, the Wii U was not good at that. It was always getting in my way. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's kind of way all the fucking all the time. time. So <laughs> yeah, so that that was basically yeah, that sucks. it, you know. And it yeah. the Wii U did not invite people who were not invested and already signed up, you know? It did not invite mm-hmm. people to play it that were not like I need to play this new Zelda game and this is the only way I can do it. So I'll, I'll, I'll suck it up and I'll deal with this. Whereas whereas the Switch has made people play games who have never played games before. The, Wii, right. the Wii did that. The Nintendo DS did that. Yep. To me, I, I'm, I'm an evangelist for video games in that I want, I want people to experience like the true peaks of what video games can, can offer because I do think that's some of the greatest experiences we can have right now with, with a consumable media product. I think games are... Games are the current interesting form of media. Uh, but good God, is the video game industry horrible at <laughs> getting people to feel good about this stuff. Um, mostly because they're a bunch yeah, of toxic true. fucking assholes. But, <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> things break through and you go, I get it. This is why this is great. Um, and I think the Switch does that better than anything I've ever seen before. I think it, it just has that combination of Nintendo games at their best because they're they're really rolling at a, at a high quality with stuff. Like they just came out with a Metroid game that's like 10 tens across the board and game of the year everywhere. And I'm like, I don't even have time for that because I've, I'm too I'm drowning in good games here, uh, you know. Um, and then they've got this fantastic indie scene where if you feel like it, you can just spend 10 bucks and have a fantastic three-hour experience with 500 of these games. And they're, they're all so good, you know? Like, I, I still think back to, like, like my, my wife and I had a date night, and we just played Donut County from beginning to end, and it took us three hours. And that was a perfect video game experience. It's got so many of those. Um, and that's, I guess that's why I'm not that worried 
that it seems like we're almost at the end of this system based on history because Nintendo consoles historically go for about five years. Uh, sometimes they go for six, but I've never seen a Nintendo console go for seven. Um, like the maybe the NES went seven years, depending on how you look at it. But that was in the 80s. Yeah. Every Nintendo yeah, console since has gone about five, maybe six years. And we're coming up on five years. Um, in, in March 2022, that'll be five years of the Switch. And and the Switch is, you know, not a powerful console compared to its competitors. Um, right. You know, and so you might think, oh, it's time for Nintendo to think of something new and come out with a new crazy weird thing. But this one yeah, doesn't but... feel like it's running out of steam. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Not at all. Not at all. It, and in fact, it feels pretty new still. Like I feel like they haven't really because it's it's also not a matter of of tech, and it also helps that like the PS5 is coming out and nothing's happening. You know, the PS5 has been here for a year and a half now, and like there's nothing. You know, yeah. so and I, I and I feel like like Sony and Microsoft are also like helping show the world why Nintendo gets it. Like, mm. you know, and the the world is learning now that it isn't all about the, the, the tech, you know, because I, I was thinking of the of the PS5 in the way that the similar to the Wii U, like it's just this is not there yet. You know, it can do stuff that the previous one couldn't do, mm. but there's nothing. And it's surprising me that it's been a year. It's been a year, like a year into the PS4. It was a, it was amazing, mm -hmm. you know. Like the the first month or so was not, but you know the 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 a year into the PS4 was so great, at least in my experience. Yeah, you know, in terms of games and and like uh and like what the 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 console can show off. Yeah, as a as a as a tech demo. Yeah, but uh, it's just nowhere near there, and the the gap has always been how much of the market understands this, right? And and nowadays, I think. The Switch has, uh, still has legs, man, because I the we got normal people playing games mm -hmm. uh, who truly, truly don't give a shit about what uh, what the uh, how technologically capable it is. Yeah. They just want their island, you know. They want their island and their house and mm -hmm. their bells and their trees. And this is and that's that's as valid a gamer thing as any other gamer thing that sick evil people talk about on Reddit. You oh, know? Fuck yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's yeah. Totally. So and it's just breaking like a it's it's breaking the it's hitting the tipping point, I think. I think we're at the tipping point, and that would then mean the switch is gonna be around for a while. Also, I can't well, I'm not Nintendo. I'm not Apple. I'm not a tech. Uh, I'm not as much of a tech nerd. Uh, enough of a tech nerd to be able to say this with any authority. But I don't know, man. Technologically, experience-wise, gaming-wise, what can top the Switch? You know, <laughs> unless it's a Switch Two. Like I don't. I can't imagine Nintendo like changing it and succeeding. God, I just. <laughs> you know, I like, really hope that they've learned their lesson and there won't be like a Switch U. That's right. to me like that's the lesson of this whole episode and of Nintendo over the last 10 years is like they got real cocky with the Wii U and they were like, "We're Nintendo. We made the Wii. The Wii sold 100 and the Wii sold a billion units and every human on earth had one. Obviously, everyone's going to buy our next thing." And it's like, "Nope. You still need a good marketing department." And the product needs to be zippy. Um, and that's it, right? Uh, I really hope that they didn't forget that lesson. That they definitely learned with the Switch. They were like, 
This software needs to be fast and simple, and we need to just pour games into it, and then people will buy it, and they did. Do you think they should have just skipped the Wii U? Like Nintendo, like not not the consumers. Like, yeah, I do. Uh, should I Nintendo they, have just? I not think they should have had a meeting and been like, "This ain't ready," you know. Let's keep working on it on the inside and don't tell anyone about it, and we'll release it when it's ready. And ready is the switch, like Apple does. This. Yeah, they... Apple. We we know all about Apple's like secret plans that they have for VR and cars and all sorts of shit. But they're not shipping till it's ready, you know. Yeah. I think this was definitely one that, like, we would have been fine. <laughs> you know? Like, if they were like, right. oh, it's 2014, we got a new Mario Kart. That's fine. Hold it. People will buy it in 2017 when the Switch comes out. Yeah, they should They should listen to us. <laughs> but, like, I'm, I'm at the point with my Nintendo Switch library, because I've been slowly buying games for the last couple of years, and I've got about 100 games on the Switch, I'd say, at this point. I'm good. If they never release another game, I'm good for five years. I've got a crazy backlog. <laughs> but, yeah, they, I, they, but they will. They, yeah, I, I told you when when we got our Switch, like my brother-in-law just lent us a bunch of games. Yeah, and you're, like you're I have good not, for two not, years. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I mean, we don't have we, we don't have Mario Kart either. But it's like even that is not a thing. Like I don't even if we if we buy it, I don't even know how we're gonna play it. Like mm-hmm. there's just so much to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so much to play. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty great. And and that's the thing that I think Nintendo is better at than anyone else. Also, just having a library that lasts, you yes. know, <laughs> a library that lasts. Because there are libraries in, in the other consoles, and that's true. But a lot of them are also like, like you know, like there's a there's a subreddit called Patient Gamers. Okay. And, uh, and like, um, they talk about, like, years old games uh, and how they're only getting into it now. It's, it's a nice, wholesome group. It's not, not very toxic. But... I feel like a lot of the patient gamery stuff uh, is very. It's 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 not a thing. Like uh, what I what I mean to say is like Nintendo is so inclusive uh, and so anti toxic nerdy gamer stuff. Um, <laughs> you know that like there there is no distinction between a Nintendo Switch gamer and like a patient gamer. You know the way, the way there would be for the other consoles, because really it's it's hilarious. Most of the stuff they talk about are like, "I'm only getting into Red Dead Redemption two now." You know, and it's like, <laughs> like for like the I can't I can't imagine a a Nintendo Switch version of that problem because like I'm excited to get started on Breath of the Wild. Like I I don't have the time for it right now. Sure, but it doesn't feel like I'm missing out because it's the same game. Uh, but there is the, the culture of the other consoles make it so that you're missing out if you miss the latest AAA, you know, and therefore you then have to classify yourself as a patient gamer, right? Uh, to, to be accepted to play it two years later. But right now, man, I don't feel weird having gotten it five years in. Like it, and it's it's credit to the Switch. Like the device is so good in mm-hmm. this case. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's not so much that I'm just late and old, which I am, but I don't think it's that. I think it's that I think the device is just so great that I can get the, the Switch OLED, the, the Switch for the first time. And I, you're telling me now that this is a like what this 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 episode shows me and teaches me is that this is a thing Nintendo understands and they just forgot with the Wii U. Like they knew this. Yeah. Before and after. Yeah. Right. And it sucks that you had to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's my own fault. It's not. No one put a gun to my head. <laughs> but. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, you know, that's what it feels like to be us sometimes. You know, the the bigger thing is, you know, the galaxy brain thing. And we've talked about this plenty of times. Would the Wii U have been a success if I had not bought it? Like, is, was it me? Am I the drama? (laughs) Yeah. Am I the villain? That is the the question to ask, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, wait. Am I the problem? Yep. Is it me? Like, that's why Vince is the way he is. Fuck yeah, jeez. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I just yeah, you're you're good for a while. I'm good for a while. Like I'm looking at my collection right now, and I'm like, I could put in another fifty hours on a lot of these, <laughs> and I'd be fine. <laughs> you know, and like yeah, I played through Super Mario Odyssey in 2018, and that was like a tremendous ten hours of gaming. And like I don't know, maybe next year I'll just play it again, and it'll be great. It'll feel great. Uh. You know, I still return to Stardew Valley occasionally and put 10, 20 hours into a Stardew Valley farm. Right. I only beat Hades once, and that's not enough for a game like that. See, we got we got Max uh, a Paw Patrol game for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, her, his his grandmother got got him a Paw Patrol game for Christmas, mm-hmm. and apparently, uh, apparently the first Paw Patrol game is so well reviewed and well loved by parents because it's a game that teaches the kid how to play the game. Like, it doesn't need the parent, and it's not, like, an abusive, exploitative, like, iOS kitty game. Like it's, <laughs> it's genuinely uh, a game that teaches the children how to play the game. Yeah. And uh, we just, we let him play it for well, three or four nights, just every night, just let him play a little bit. Yeah. And then he tells us today, uh, or yesterday morning, that uh, I, I think I finished all the missions. <laughs> like, like we didn't even know it, but he already finished his first video game independently. Awesome. And uh, that's awesome, right? Like, yeah. it's it's like it's not it's not a thing. I feel like games were able to do that in the '90s, and then maybe the PS2. But after it connected to the internet, like games just became like games as a thing, like as an entire industry or culture thing, was just so became so inaccessible for a while i agree uh agree. not counting the handheld stuff right so the switch is i i don't i mean i know that the paw patrol game was uh, is available in the other consoles but i think the the delightfulness of the device and how he's familiar with it already um and and the the game a game like that is just i think uh, it's just more points for nintendo so the hope is that uh, well, selfishly, the hope is that they don't update it. Like, just keep the Switch for another five <laughs> years. I'll be very happy as a person who just bought it. I mean, but I, uh, I, I think like, maybe as a, uh, I think maybe that's what's gonna happen. Is like, like they came out with the Switch OLED, and we we bought those for our spouses. But the Switch OLED is just a Switch with a couple of a couple of little upgrades, and it doesn't it doesn't mean like your old one is obsolete, right? Right. You know. Right. They they did this with their DS line, really, and that kept that thing going much longer. And I wonder if the Switch. I I, I still kind of wonder if the Switch isn't like the Wii U was their last home console, and the Switch is just their mm. newest portable console. And they just they just decided to stop making a home console. That's sort of how I feel yeah. like the Switch is, and like like the Switch OLED edition. That's actually like the third switch model or the fourth because like they came out with one in 2018 or 2019 that was just like a battery upgrade you know and they came out with like the portable one that doesn't hook up to your tv you know uh which to me is still kind of a confusing thing because isn't that not a switch at that point but whatever uh 
But like I think they're doing these these little iterations that don't actually ruin the experience if you bought one at the wrong time or whatever. Yeah, I hope they keep doing it. Yeah. I hope they I hope this is it. I think it will be. I think it will be. Um but yeah, I like you said about the like the kids game, like when I when I hear that someone is like really addicted to a phone game, there's a part of me that goes like, Did you join a cult by accident and you don't know? Like how much how much money are you really putting into this? Right. You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't really worry about that with Nintendo games. Yeah. Because I know what Nintendo games cost. They cost eighty dollars. A lot of money right. up front, but I also kind of know that they're not gonna fuck uh <laughs> Like, like they're not right. going to turn me into a no, gambling totally. addict, and they're not going to turn me into a gotcha yeah. addict. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. I still sort of I know it's Nintendo. Is, I know that Nintendo is not cheap. I know that there's a cost up front to be a Nintendo person. Um, but I, but I feel like you get so much for that money, and you don't get you don't get gotcha bullshit nonsense with them. Unless you're playing Nintendo games on your iPhone, in which case some of those are, re- are totally like that. <laughs> yeah you deserve it if you do a little bit i don't know yeah i say i i kind of think their phone division is a little slimy but that's you know whatever yeah that's that's a whole thing like phones phones and mobile devices are evil or the evilness involved with them kind of like isn't don't isn't there a point where you're just like yeah i'm gonna play my switch because that's the wholesome nice rectangle my phone is a more complicated rectangle <laughs> yep absolutely absolutely like uh this is also a whole thing but i think i feel like that's what apple arcade is just trying to fix um and i'm I'm trying to keep my my new ipad yeah (coughs) i'm trying to keep my new ipad pure like i'm not trying to get into any new thing that i can't get on apple arcade Mm -hmm. like you know i don't want to you know because we already have the switch yeah. You know, so it's that, but that's a whole different thing about how I saw that. Um, uh, I saw that a really great 3DS game dropped on Apple Arcade, actually. Oh, what is this? Um, uh, Monster Hunter Stories. Ah, I will check it out. And that is uh, Monster Hunter. that originally came out on the 3DS, and it's it's it to me like you'll play it and you're like, oh, this is a 3DS game, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but it's on Apple Arcade, and it it's fun. It's a fun RPG. Oh my god. Are you into RPGs at all? No, no. No, this is a thing my wife was shocked about too. Cuz that you, that you don't uh, cuz you seem like you'd be into RPGs. <laughs> yeah, I think I think she expected me to be uh when before she met me, she expected me to be more cultured than I really am. <laughs> you know. Um because she's she's a scientist and I'm an artist, but right. she's really more of an artist than I am. Um but um but no, like even the final fan- the final fantasy games were as far as I got, and even then that was a play in the dorm with my college roommates, mm-hmm. and we were all playing together, which mm-hmm. is not the same as playing it yourself for two hundred hours, yeah. you know. So you know it was more- so it's more a social experience, and that's the fondness I have for it. Not yeah. so much the the time sink. And I know that the the RPGs are very much about the time sink. You know, they can it's about be. the investment. They can be, yeah. though. I will say, um, all of the Final Fantasy games that are on the Switch, at least the ones I've played, um, I've played 7, 8, and 9 on the Switch, and all of them have some quality of life improvements that allow you to sort of speed through the boring parts. Oh, 
which is that's great to me just like holy shit that's it almost gives you the it's like a cliff notes version of the game but like if you're like oh i really want to try final fantasy 9 I've, I've heard that that's one of the great narratives in a video game but i don't want to spend 200 hours grinding in a turn-based battle um you can kind of just skip through those and that's i that's how i played it like i was like i i i, I want to experience the story i never actually went through it um originally um but i i don't i don't want to i don't care about this battle system at all and the game kind of lets you just skip it so you can enjoy the story it's nice actually i should check it out i really wish more old games would do that yeah it was a with the whole we had a whole thing before we finally got the switch like i i've been I had been trying to convince my wife that we should get the Final Fantasy VII remake mm-hmm. on the PlayStation. Because you got a PS4, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she was just she. It was just a hard no for her because mm-hmm. she didn't. It's. It, I think it's partly like well, aside from the responsible parent thing, mm-hmm. she didn't think it was a good idea to just have a thing that she knows that she invested hours and hours in that she's gonna want to invest more in. But I think it was just like a fondness for like the nostalgia. She didn't want to ruin it. Oh, and, did, did uh, she play the original? Yes, she did. She did. Oh, that's she, that's awesome. Yeah, so she played the original and a bunch of others, you know. Um, uh, and and that's why she was disappointed when I when she realized the casualness of my of my enthusiasm for RPGs, mm. which is to say, not really. You know, it's specific games, but RPGs themselves are just feel like a chore to me. Uh, but because what I know them to be like the the the, the turn based things, I I just can't like that's just not a thing. Mm-hmm. I remember when uh, I articulated this as a young person, and they said I should try Parasite Eve, mm-hmm. which is a, a an RPG with a more action styly turn based the uh, like battle system. Yep. But it was still kind of turn based. Yeah, you still and, sort of wait. Yeah. So, yeah, I just could not. That was like, ugh, you know, it was just not, not my thing. Yeah, there's always you know, games I, where it's it, like depending, depending on how fast you are at inputting buttons, you're like, I can either, I either can can only play games like this, or I can't play games like this. And I, I know that turn-based games, whether it be an RPG or even like card games, you know, like games where you're basically playing a deck of cards in the game. Like, I know that a lot of people are just right. turned off by that stuff. Um, on the other side, there are some people who just can't play fighting games because the button presses are too right. fast. Right, right, right. And if anything, I I actually very much admire that. Like, that's a, that's in, you know, as, as someone who doesn't have either the attention span or the the taste for it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, it's great. Like, I, I very much respect it it's 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 fine dining <laughs> you know an action game is fast food like that's what that is well you should so... tell her that uh, tell her that final fantasy 7 is on the switch and she can just play the original on there with quality oh, no, of, she knows. With quality of life upgrade oh she knows oh thank you for the i'll mention the quality of life thing yeah but so so it's it's definitely a thing like uh, she was very excited about it when we got the switch but then animal crossing took over sure so at, at this rate <laughs> we she'll get to play another game Maybe 2025 when the Switch U comes out. I will say, because, and people should say this about Animal Crossing, there comes a day where you don't play it. And then there comes a day where you don't play it for like a week. And then just because, just your life gets busy or whatever, right? You don't play it for a couple of weeks. And then something happens with Animal Crossing that doesn't happen with other games where you go, oh, I can't go back now. Hmm. 
it's weird. It happens with every Animal Crossing game. And I, I think it has to do with the fact that it's a real-time game. So time passes at the same time in Animal Crossing as it does in real life. And so even though the penalty for like not playing the game and not keeping up your island is extremely low and you know um it's like it's really not much you got to clean up some weeds and you got to talk to all your people again it takes very little time to sort of get back to where you were something psychological happens when you haven't played animal crossing in like a couple weeks where you're go you go like i i've lost all that time and i'm not gonna get it back and then i can't Mm. go back to the island i can't do it and I've seen it happen with myself, and I've seen it happen with almost everyone who plays Animal Crossing. So it doesn't mean they don't love the game. It doesn't mean they they wouldn't go back to it or or start over. Because sometimes the answer is, oh, I, I got to start my island over. <laughs> I got to start the island over. I got to right. start fresh. But it happens with everybody. Eventually, one stops playing the game, and then the, just this strange guilt happens. Uh it's the strange. I've. I. I don't think I've seen it with any other video game. Just Animal Crossing. So just watch out for that. That will happen. I. I. I think it's. Uh, it's kind of happening with me slowly. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh. Like I'm conscious of it. So now I now have a guilt. I'm, the guilt part of it is a thing I'm already experiencing. <laughs> because it's like you know because uh, the the funny thing about Animal Crossing is that you only get one island per device. Yeah. Right. Uh, regardless of how many uh, people play it, it's yeah. just one island. So it's Char's island. It's not mine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, so I, it's the burden is not so heavy with me now. She's still super into it. Like she doesn't. She's she's nowhere near where we are or where I am. Mm-hmm. But like for me, like I'm happy with my house. I don't even feel the need to upgrade. I have everything I want. I have a wrestling ring, and I have, and you can, you only ever need four money. Or we're talking about, I'm sorry, yeah, but we're, uh, we're talking about the, 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 sorry, the money, the bells trees, right? The money trees. Yeah. You can only ever have four at a time. So what I do when I play is just at this point, I'm just looking for the daily digging gold thing to plant a new money tree after I chop the old one down. Right. And that's it. And I missed a couple days, so now there's like a gap in my little tree garden, and that's the guilt. Yeah. So, so I get it. I get yeah. it. But meanwhile, meanwhile, Char is dealing with her island, so she's there's still so much for her that she wants to do because she has the whole island in mind. Yeah. Um. And and I could see how like when life gets busy, which it does, that you might miss out and it'll be hard to go back. And I think it's because the game does such a good job of showing how life, and this is particularly for me, who who doesn't own the island, I'm just a resident. Yeah. It shows how life goes on without me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, it's not that you missed out on the game, it's Mm -hmm. that so much happened for everyone else that you missed out on, and they know you were gone. You know, it, it, <laughs> you know Tom Nook. Yeah, you're right. And, and all these residents know you were gone. Yeah, yeah. It's like you can't so I can go see home why, again, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you mentioned this the first time two months ago, like I, I, you asked us to vote, like it was on your Instagram or, or did you just ask us personally whether you should or was it on Twitter? I don't recall. I think I but asked you on asked Twitter, us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I did not understand. It. I was like, just go back, just do it. But yeah. now two months in, after missing a couple of days of trees. Like yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, and I hope I hope it doesn't. I, I'm glad that you're telling me that uh, 
it doesn't mean that your fondness for the game has decreased like or or that you consider it a boring game now um but that is just a little quirk of the game like that's just the way the game works where if you miss out for a, a few weeks or a month or so yeah it's just hard to go back it's 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 sort of sad in a way but that's the true ending of the game you know that's the true ending does not come inside the game it comes outside the game uh which is i think romantic in a way because i don't know did you ever look up animal crossing like why it was developed no no never it was uh, the 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 main developer created it because at, at one point in time he moved to a new town and he didn't know anybody and it was his um experience of going to a new place and meeting new people and feeling lonely and sort of slowly growing connections um that led him to create this game you know and there's some some diaspora sadness in that uh yeah. which i think is beautiful i think animal crossing is one of the one of the great one of the great game ideas they haven't always nailed it um but it's one of the great game ideas you know but i think that's unfortunately that's kind of the true ending of it is you go i i can't return to this <laughs> Yeah, I, I was. It was my birthday the other day, and um, and I played the game in the morning, like mm-hmm. uh, just just to see what happens. And it is a beautiful thing where all of the the you you must have seen this also, like the the, the residents who are your friends throw a surprise party, and it was wonderful and delightful. It made me happy, but I just it just made me so conscious of the fact that I, th- I like it made me realize I am okay with this because. I'm okay. Like I'm okay socially and I'm a little grounded right now in this part of my life, like mm-hmm. where I, I'm at home with my wife and my son and I actually am okay. And I can, I couldn't imagine uh, like it being more because if it had been more to me, like if it had meant more, I don't know how I would react to something so beautiful because it was so beautiful. Like it was just nice, you know? It's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was so nice. But then to, if I, I I think of and I, you know, millions and millions and millions of people play this game. So surely, like the, the experience I'm talking about is a thing that actually happens. So I'm just gonna limit it to myself because and my, uh, I guess my handicapped emotional abilities. Because if I were in a worse place in my life, I don't know how I would feel about that really awesome thing that happened in the game. Like I would probably just break down. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> like it just shows me that I, I don't have a party and no one is celebrating my birthday and all i have is this game but it's so great like this is a like that's it's it's that weird tension in uh, that, that weird tension of the game that uh that makes it right that the ending is to leave it mm-hmm. you know the ending is to leave it and i think that plus the pandemic makes this a this is a particularly special version of this game. Yes, it is. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm glad. I'm glad this is something we're a part of now, and I, I, I'm grateful for how you walked me through, like, like not the game, but you know, the, the game walks us through pretty well. But I mean, just the 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 Sawyer-y stuff of it all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess like it will ha- it happens and it, but i guess like there's a sense of like with this and fuck with the, with a lot of video games when you have a really core emotional experience with it um sometimes it's comforting to know that it's not just happening to you uh like no this is this is almost the intended experience by the developers that this will happen to you you know and that's that's a, to me it's its own comfort um cuz i'm you know i'm always trying to get people to experience the game 
not just like this game but games in general like i want them to experience the same feelings that i get out of it but that's really not how games work as a medium you you experience things completely based on your own perception of it and, and part of that is why it's so magical but it's sometimes frustrating to go i felt like this for this why don't you feel like this for this <laughs> right. Um, right but i find with animal crossing it, it it is actually pretty good at getting everybody to feel kind of the same things about it. yeah you know did the wii u not have an animal crossing game no it didn't <laughs> well that must have been it too you know yeah could have been that i mean it it did lack a couple of core core games that were missing it did not have an original zelda i mean it had breath of the wild at the end but I think everyone can agree that that's a Switch game, not a Wii U game. Um, right. And it didn't have a Metroid, um, and it didn't have, like, a true 3D Mario game. Like, you played Mario 3D World, right? It doesn't feel like Mario Odyssey feels. Yeah, no, not at all. Right? Not so the same. It, like, Mario Odyssey is just such a fucking triumph uh, of... of joy <laughs> you know it didn't have anything like that so yeah it was definitely missing some and it didn't have an animal crossing game um there was a great animal crossing game on the 3ds though that i spent a, a great deal of time on like animal crossing new leaf on the 3ds is is really wonderful you know that was my free therapy for six months so that's yeah let's wrap up let's uh what else is there yeah, anything we, else we got we got pretty far we got we? we got pretty far we got pretty far and i'm i don't know if you can hear this i don't know if you can hear this noise this is a package of um nfc cards that i just bought off amazon um hmm. have you ever have you ever used an nfc card before is this the like the amiibo yeah, so these are blank NFC cards that I've learned I can program with Amiibo stuff. <laughs> wow. So... Is that legal? I mean... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, that makes so much sense. Because we were, we were asking our friends about Amiibo and they were all telling us to not buy the real thing because they're just too expensive and they there are, are they're less I, expensive. I can't believe we yeah we talked about the wii u and the switch and we didn't bring up amiibo until now um but yeah amiibo is its own weird thing yeah. um that was a yeah. wii u that was a wii u invention like they came out with the wii u these amiibos uh and they were largely for smash brothers i think the whole the original purpose of the wii u's amiibo collection was so that everybody had their favorite character in smash and they would collect this action figure that looked exactly like they looked in smash you know and then it just kind of got out of hand and now there's like 150 billion amiibo and whenever they go on sale they cost about 30 canadian dollars for one and if you want it you'd better get it right now because they only made one set of them <laughs> yeah they're gone and then they're gone yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, it's if, any, if anything that's that's the that's the only thing about the the switch that makes that that makes you feel like you're missing out on when the game comes out like the amiibo right because you know we're coming into this five years in like none of the amiibos no they're gone forever all gone <laughs> like nothing you got nothing and they never restock them these are like like amiibo are like the sneaker drops for nintendo you know <laughs> right, right so right. i like i i have a little collection of amiibo because i like the because i'm a zelda person so i have a bunch of zelda amiibo but 
I don't even think I have them all, and I don't even think I can get them all. So I have some cards that uh, I bought off Amazon, and I bought a 10-pack for $10, and I'm going to put some Amiibo on these. (laughs) I wish you lived nearer. Like, I wish I could just send over some cards to you to have you program stuff in. Apparently, it's pretty... You do it with your iPhone. There's, like, an app. I I don't know. I haven't done it yet. Oh, it's that easy. Yeah, it's apparently pretty easy. (laughs) So I'll let you know. I'll let you know in the next episode. Yeah, let me know. That'll be follow-up in the next episode. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. And, uh, but there's, honestly, you know what it is? There's a couple of Animal Crossing characters that I want on my new island. And I just, and this is how, if you, if there's a specific animal you want in Animal Crossing, you have to get their amiibo. How evil yeah, is that? Exactly. <laughs> it's evil. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. I just, uh, I just randomly bought a Sanrio set of cards, like a Hello Kitty card thing. Sure. Uh, that advertises Hello Kitty next to Isabel. It was beautiful. But of course, the characters you get aren't that. Like, it's random. Yeah. And these were expensive, man, for cards. <laughs> for stu- stupid cards that you can't... They weren't figures, you know? These were just cards. Yeah. Like, officially... So, yes, man, I'm looking into it. Like, sorry, Nintendo. This is to make up for uh, the Wii U. I think, you know, just for my friend... Sawyer, who, who bought a Wii U, who wasn't happy with it. I think I'm going to support this whole NFC programming thing. I'll look into it. Since you're telling me I can do it from my phone, I think I might look into it as well. Uh, I mean, like I said, I'll, 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 I'll send you a DM when I successfully run this experiment. But all, all signs point to this thing being actually pretty simple. Um, but I, I bought them for a few reasons. I bought them to make Amiibo, but I also want to play with the uh, with with NFC tricks and shortcuts. So like you can you can assign mm. an NFC card with some code, and then if yeah. your phone taps the card, your phone can run an action. Right, right, right. See, that's like that's cool tech that is like I'm familiar with. Like mm-hmm. I know how that could work. Mm-hmm. I, I did not think though. That I could then add a preferred animal to my island, like that's like that's the thing that makes me excited about the technology. Yeah, like I did not know I could do that. I mean, there's there are some games on the Switch that you go like, well, shit, I need the amiibo for this. Like, like the new Metroid um, is a very difficult game, and if you own the amiibo for Metroid, which I do actually, I have those. Um, and you tap the figure onto your switch, it like gives you extra health and ammo and stuff and makes the game easier. You know, like, that's crazy. That sounds insane, but I get it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> For all of their delightfulness, like this is where their evil comes out. Oh yeah. Yeah. What can you do? Pikachu's cute. So we're, we're stuck here. <laughs> I'm not even a big Pokemon game? guy. That's the funny thing. Like I, you know, I like Pokemon well enough, but I'm not, I'm not, buying a console to play pokemon you know right 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 all right mikey well i think i think we kind of exhausted it as much as we could yeah i think more so than any of the other topics this season yeah. like this was something yeah this was something you know? um yeah yeah do you got to oh one last question do you have the parental controls on oh yes yes cool. totally. so you're getting like yeah. the what games you're playing every month data yeah yep cool yep That's we've only helpful. ever had a couple of emails yeah it's great. It's great. But, you know, it's uh, we're, we're not very... We don't leave him alone. But, yes, it's good to have. Yeah. It, if anything, that's a, and that's a whole other thing, too. Like, the technology for children. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it, it just freaks... If a device requires a person to have an account, it's not a thing I want to give him yet. 
Right. You know? So I'm just not ready. Even if Nintendo seems pretty safe, like I, I don't see anything really going wrong with a Switch if he has his own Switch eventually. But it just freaks me out. So that's a whole different thing. Like my own personal, like my my threshold for for panic is is what I is the problem here. Because <laughs> technology is the way it is. I think I understand it well enough. Yeah. But yes, stuff like stuff like uh, parental controls is great. Yeah. So I'm glad that the Switch has it. Yeah. Cause, and I think it lets you control things like what games he's allowed to even see, let alone buy. Right. And like right. if he can buy stuff or anything like that, or if he can access the internet on, the, you know, whatever. Like that's that's all good stuff to, to have in there for a parent. All right. Well, you have a very happy new year. You too, man. Happy new year and uh, happy new year to 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 ac as well and uh i'll, I'll, I'll see you on your animal crossing island i have gifts to drop right. off for you oh that's nice let's do that let's do yeah, that yeah <laughs> yeah i'll tell char have a good one happy new year man take care bye